You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey, there's some music. That means it's time for Animal Talk. Some of the best doggone pet people sitting on the planet. Like the guy sitting (laughs) on the planet right across from me. And I'm sitting on this part of the planet. I'm Brian Donovan. And the guy across the planet from me, he's got his hand on my knee. (laughs) I'm Jamie Flanagan. Oh, that's not my hand. (laughs) (laughs) Who's sitting on that side of the planet over there, Jamie? Uh, Animal Talk, it is uh, America's Pet Show. We're here to to, to help you with your pets. Brian is an animal behaviorist and a dog trainer. And uh, and me... You've learned so much through osmosis <laughs> and owning pets, yes. and you're you're a, a legendary radio guy here in Detroit. I, well, that would be true. Legendary. <laughs> Le- I, I say silly things. Mythological is, it, is uh, what that boils down. Is uh, I, I say I say silly stuff. So that's that's where that comes from. It actually um, I was teach high school during the week and. Uh, First day of class, so what am I doing? Showing movies, right? Oh, what movie? <laughs> no, I was like, I was showing a video clip, oh. I, but it was on YouTube. And uh, actually, it was uh, that we're breaking down a song, that, that assignment. Remember that from your senior year, beginning of your senior year? Breaking, oh, the, yeah. Breaking down a song, yeah. a song analysis song. Yeah. I go to play the music video of a song, and uh, it, the little commercial pops up, right? It's like, and you can skip this ad. And so it was playing, and I said that, and I go, and we will be skipping this ad in four Three, two, one, and I hit it. And some guy in the, in the kid in the back of the room, he's like, "You got a really good voice, man." He goes, "You should do like like voiceovers or radio or something." Oh my god! And I'm like, I just started laughing really hard. I just I don't know why it struck me so funny. I know, but that is funny because you do do that. But I did like total Ron radio voice while I was doing it. Mr. And, Flanagan, uh, you should really do radio. <laughs> And, voice, I was, and I'm like, my voice is like that. And I'm like, somebody tell him. Somebody, somebody tell him. And I realized that none of my seniors know. None Aww. of the seniors in my class know that I'm actually really, really famous on the radio here. You don't, you don't tell anybody. You don't. No, I don't. I don't play it up. The I cape kind of gives it away, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, one, I'm not that good. Two, I'm on like once every three weeks. And uh, but yeah, so it's, it's but it was funny. That, yeah, uh, he was like, "You should be on the radio," and it just just tickled me so much. Were they impressed that that you're somewhat cool? No, no, <laughs> no. they don't listen to radio. Do no, they? they don't. They don't, <laughs> and not that station. So it's yeah, it's the hot AC station in town. Although it is, it's you know, it's geared more towards housewives. Yeah, yeah. what is the DVD? Oh, 96.3, the, Oh, that. I listen to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and cool people. <laughs> and, Sometimes. And, and cool people. So, But uh, Animal Talk, helping people with their pets. That's that's what we're here to do. Absolutely. And talking about pet stuff and interesting pet people. We have uh, a couple of interviews lined up today, something special on Animal Talk. So we're going to be talking to some people. One is an inventor. Brian, you got a, a soft spot um, on the top of your head. <laughs> and... Uh, one in your heart for uh, inventors. Yeah, you know how how difficult it is to introduce and, and and market a new product. Because I was with you through your journey through yeah. the Snap Lead, yeah. and I just remember just you know one blockade after another, and and yeah. just you know this patent and that patent, and you know labeling and boxing and and marketing and getting it out there, and it just I, I just remember your journey, and it was uh, it was really it was really interesting. It's it's very tough. That's why when I see especially a unique product, because the thing with a unique product, right. If I uh, if I met you at a party and you said, well, tell me what you do. Well, I have this new product that does blah, blah. It takes me 15, 30, 45 seconds to tell you what I do. Right, right. right. 
Do you realize how expensive that is to tell a mass audience that yeah. and, to, oh. and to educate people? Yeah. Because if I told you, yeah, I own a bar down the street, I don't have to educate you. You know what that is, mm-hmm. right? What's mm-hmm. a bar? <laughs> 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 but if I, you know, if I have some new product, a mm-hmm. new invention, that's extraordinarily difficult to to get the word out on on that sort of thing that it even exists. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah. So I do have a soft spot, and I always like to know how they did it, how the how the people that we're interviewing uh, actually got a, the product marketed yeah and so we're going to be talking about uh the muddy mutts we're going to be talking to tim tim skelly from uh muddy mutts uh in the second half of the show and going to talk because i saw the product on uh on the it came across one of my feeds one of my social media feeds and i'm like that's a pretty interesting product and i'm like hey tim you want to chat about it and he's like sure so we're going to talk talk to tim and then uh another social media connection uh, we're we're gonna talk uh, to a writer coming up first, right? Do, so, do we call him or is he calling us? Uh, I call him. All so right, you, we'll you call meet, him in a couple of minutes. You, you, right. you say social media, which I know is code, but um, sure. So you meet all these people on Tinder? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> all, right. all right. And they say I was, it was trying just to think of the, I, was, I was trying to think of the gay one, and I couldn't think of what it is. <laughs> grinder, grinder. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no grinder. Right. <laughs> Where's the joke? Why do you know that, Samantha? <laughs> because young, innocent. I'm young. Samantha Nork. <laughs> Sam Nork. Not on the camera. Hey, that reminds me. When I say Sam Nork, Matt Fox. Where's Matt Fox? Oh, oh no, Matt Fox today. Matt yeah. Fox. He's a banker. That's his doing nine to five. Things. So he's, he's oh he was doing God, banking. He was boring. doing banking things. Yeah, so he Did, couldn't Has he ever come to... up with some scam to like steal all the money in the bank vault? <laughs> I've been, and... We've been working on it. Yeah. No. Oh, no that, that, would, that would make him 30% more interesting. <laughs> 30%. 30. Yeah. It's 30, an oddly precise 32%. number. 32%. <laughs> <Yes>. 32.8%. <laughs> yeah. Oddly, oddly precise number there. But yeah, no, Matt. Yeah, Matt Fox had uh, banky banky things to do. So he said he might join us late. So you never know. We might oh, could be graced with his presence. That would be nice. Yeah, I, I like it when the whole family's here. Me too. Yes. I thought Sam wasn't going to be here. I kind of figured uh, Matt wasn't going to be. Sorry, here. I had a spelling error in my uh, text message. Oh yeah, did you see? Oh, did I you see how frightened I was? I sent a it. picture of how frightened I was being alone in the studio. <laughs> That's your new. That's your new uh, photo. In your, uh, <laughs> for my your, contact. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Contact information. Yeah. I was frightened. I, I was by myself in this cold <laughs> studio. People like leering in. with the lights off. So we're at uh, Podcast Detroit, and it's a. Yes. Um, it's a very unique little operation. I, I love this place. This, it's made out of shipping containers. Yeah. There's like 20, 30 shipping containers yep. that they configured. It looks. Uh, Uncanny resemblance to a prison yard. Yes, but, but a really <laughs> fun, oh, my favorite, fun, really fun prison fun yard with a DJ and cornhole. Yeah, so and not well. <laughs> that sounds like a. We're prison back yard. to a prison yard. <laughs> We're back to prison. Yard. <laughs> That's what people call that game. That That's yeah. the first time I've ever called that game. That I I still have a hard time calling it that. Yeah, wait, because yeah. it's wait, like what. The, the the bean bags. I call it the bean bag. The bean game. Yeah, bean yeah. Bag toss there's game. a the bag toss. So the, the bag, bag toss. toss. The People bean bag call toss. it cornhole. <laughs> I can't which call it that. It's uh yeah. <laughs> I like the one with the the two you know golf balls on a string and you got the three bars and you throw it. I call it monkey balls. Yeah. I just I like yeah. calling what? that one. I call that one monkey balls. I've never played that. Yeah. Re- remember uh, it's a uh, you know redneck horseshoes. I think someone calls. Remember it. Office oh. Space. Oh when, yeah. yeah! When Peter was he thought he jump was going to, to going to jail <laughs> to jump to conclusions. <laughs> his his neighbor, yeah. um, watch a cornhole, bud. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Hey, hey, they're showing breast exams. Hey, Peter. 38. That was Lawrence, I believe. Oh, man. Yep. But helping people, with, <laughs> talking about our guests coming up. Talking about um, Oh, yeah, and Matt Fox not being here at the, the wonderful uh, Podcast Detroit Studios, uh, the shipping Detroit Shipping Company. So, yeah, if you're in the metro Detroit area, yeah, fire it up, Sam. I'm calling um, him. So, yeah, so, uh, yeah, stop by the Detroit Shipping Company. And if you're ever doing it on a Thursday, we could be here um, hiding in a box. I don't hear that. Uh, so, as we're going to reach hello. out to our guests. Hey, oh, Mark. Hey, Mark, welcome to Animal Talk. We're going to introduce you here real quick uh, on the phone with us is uh, author uh, of a new author, a new novel called The Dog Healers. And it's uh, Mark Winnick. Did I say that correctly, Mark? That's correct. Yes. Oh, excellent. I had some tutoring, so don't be impressed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, we, we all get some tutoring at one point or another, right? <laughs> that's right. So but uh, it's a wonderful new novel uh, packed with some su- su- suspense and uh, a- a- an amazingly fierce uh, young healer named Isabella, uh, which is which is nice because uh, there's not enough, I think, uh, in literature. Because uh, Mark, I, I, besides doing this, uh, I teach high school. Not enough female heroes in 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 literature. I I, I believe I would I would venture to say, and uh, so we like seeing a, a female heroine here. And uh, well, Mark, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, the dog healers and uh, the character in it, Isabella? Well, the dog healers, it's, it's, uh, an amazing adventure and it's a spiritual journey that in essence captures the enduring bond between humans and our four legged friends, uh, the canine animals. And Isabella is a great character. She's a fierce young healer who can breathe life into ailing dogs and turn injured racehorses into champions. Wow. And who who does yeah, she have so in the she, sixth? <laughs> what's that? Who does she have at sixth in the Piedmont? <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, no, but the story takes place in Argentina, so uh, uh, there's there's different like there's a couple of different great scenes that take place in, in Brazil. Oh. Uh, there's a horse race there that's amazing, and and also one in Santiago. But really, Isabella's real love. Um, and passion is to uh, to work with with dogs, and, and her belief, which she learned that at a young child, is that dogs have this incredible ability to heal the human spirit. Now, uh, Mark, is this your first endeavor into, into writing? Do you have other books? Do you plan other books, or what's uh, uh, what what gave you the idea, the thing that maybe you could become an author? Well, this is a great question. Actually, uh, I'm going to answer it a couple of different ways. I would say it, it, it is my first novel. Um, writers, there's a number of writers in my family. I have a brother who has three bestsellers. I have a sister-in-law that has three or four bestsellers. Mm. I have aunts, uncles, and cousins that have all written like different types of uh, books in different genres. So I, I, I think it's in my genes. So, and I guess what really inspired me, um, when on my visit, uh, Buenos Aires in Argentina is really an amazing dog loving community city. And it's also got wonderful food and 
wonderful wines. Um, but what I, what really captivated me were the dog walkers there and hundreds of them walk dogs through the neighborhood anywhere from like four to 20 dogs at a time. And, and it really caught my attention and I was totally intrigued. And, and, uh, I ended up meeting, uh, this, this, um, young dog walker. Well, he was in his twenties for me. That's young. Mm -hmm. I don't know about for you guys. Yeah, no, that's, that's young for us too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he, he's known as the dog healer. Oh, and uh, he, he had a very special technique and how he communicated with with animals and in soft tones and and gave them a special type of massage, kumni massage, which actually originated in Tibet in the Himalayan mountains. And this he learned from Isabella, who learned this technique from Yam Yang, who was a Buddhist monk but was there on a climbing trip. So they met, he met her at a very young age when she was nine years old. So, so this is what kind of inspired me. I mean, I spent a few days with, with Carlos, uh, and his pack of 20 dogs walking through the neighborhoods of Buenos Aires. And, and we hung out in the park and he told me a lot about his dreams and his passions and, and his philosophies and how we bond and how dogs bond with us is is just very special. So that's it. And how has the book been as received? As, the book has been doing great, but really uh, what's perhaps even more exciting, I don't know if Stephanie had mentioned this to you, but uh, we're actually working with a uh, a a couple of filmmakers in Argentina and very talented filmmakers. We were introduced to them by uh, Inca, which is the equivalent of the American motion picture association. And uh, they completely embraced the project that we presented to them. And, and it's, we're actually going to start filming in a, I'd say in a couple of weeks. Neat. So That's it's very so cool. exciting. It, it, very exciting. So, so, Mark, who's who's your audience? Is it uh, uh, t- towards young adults, adults? Um, who, who's who's who'd you write this for? You know, that's a good question. I I I wrote it for with kept in mind. I thought, well, dog lovers will really connect with this story, and and of all ages, uh, doesn't matter. There could be male, female. Um, they could be young adults or they can be seniors. It seems like all ages, it's really crossed, crossed uh, the lines of all different ages and, and, uh, doesn't matter whether you're male or female. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's really, but it's, it's actually appealed to people that, that, and people have learned something that didn't actually have dogs and, uh, and uh, decided to get a dog after that. I mean, they learned something very special about how humans and dogs bond with each other. So, I mean, that was pretty exciting for me. But I'd say the most exciting was when uh, a mother came up to me and and told me about, she read the story with her nine-year-old daughter. 
and they couldn't put the book down. So after a week, uh, the daughter said to her, you know, mom, I want to become a veterinarian. This Isabella's really inspired her in the story. The dog healers has really inspired her. And she says, I want to become a veterinarian. What's the best school in, in the Northeast. So her parents are pretty intelligent. They, and they uh, said, well, Cornell probably has the best veterinarian schools. So she says, well, call them tomorrow and make an appointment. <laughs> I, I like want to go up for an interview. I like that. Get well, started yeah, so, early. Yeah, that's got to feel good. Um, so you can find yeah. uh, your website is thedoghealers.net. And you can also find the book on, uh, on Amazon, correct? On, yes, it's, it's on Amazon. It comes in both hardback and and, and you can buy also the Kindle version. Uh, we also have a Facebook page. I think we have over 30,000 followers. Wow. Um, so that's pretty exciting yeah. also. Considering I didn't know anything about Facebook two years ago. Right. <laughs> so, Mark, I have to ask you, since uh, one of our sponsors for the show is Audible, are you going to make a uh, a speaking version of this? Well, you know, I certainly would love to do this, uh, and and they're a great Audible is a great sponsor. Um, I just have to find the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, be, be, because between, and I'd love to do it, or I'd love to maybe hire somebody to do it. So sure. Um, I wouldn't mind if they reached out to me or you sent me more information about them uh, <laughs> because it's a lot of people have said, you know, they're in their car during the day oh, yeah. and they travel and they would, they love just listening to, uh, to books, uh, you know, through their radio system, uh, through their speaker system. Whenever I um, buy a book, I, I get it, uh, both on Kindle and, and audible for that reason. When I'm driving around or something, I want to hear something. Uh, you know, especially a book that I'm very interested in. Yeah. Now, are we gonna are we gonna see a sequel to this book? Well, you very well likely uh, we will see a sequel. Yeah, so it's, cool. it's already outlined and and uh, oh nice. You know, there's going to be some great characters. It's going to take a different turn. Um, it's going to be more internationally based. I can tell you that, and and it's going to be another great journey for Isabella and and her pack of uh, dog healers. Uh, the dog healers are actually the dogs. So right, <laughs> but we are also the dog healers, the humans, because we heal each other. So Aww. yeah, but yeah, there'll be another book. But I'm also quite focused in on uh, this. TV slash documentary series and and interesting enough in the past couple of weeks there is some interest from some people that would actually like to do an adaptation uh, film ad- adaptation based on on the, the story so excellent oh, that's so cool so yeah when that uh, when yeah. that hits uh, TV movie or video you gotta you gotta let us know so we can uh, spread the word about that as well. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, it would be great to have another talk about that. Um, yeah, and it, you know, I I don't know if I told you, but I also have an original collection of, uh, and I do this for fun. I haven't done anything else with it yet. Um, um, we haven't published it, but I have an original collection of dog healers cartoons. Oh, 
and I'm the uh, conceptual artist and I have an illustrator in California that's that's really talented and and it's uh I have a lot of fun with that, you know. <laughs> yeah. Great yeah, man. because I don't know, it's just so at some point you may even see something published or animated uh, along the same line. So I like the sounds of that. Yeah, you know, it's it's a journey for me. So I, I like to think positive and keep pushing, moving things forward, and like anything can happen, you know. And it's and I think that same dream can go out to your audience. Is is like follow your passions and and uh, and keep working it and work hard, and uh, you know, you'll make things happen. Mark, perfect. Thank you so much. The doghealers.net. And Mark, will you check it back in when you with you when it uh when it hits the screen? Okay, great. All right. Thank you so much for calling. It was terrific talking to you and your audience and thank uh Audible very much for being <laughs> a wonderful sponsor. You got it. Thank you. All right, bye bye. All right, good night. Be bye. well. Yep. Right on. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you oh, know, I, I wrote so a, cute. I'm gonna cry. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote a I wrote a book one time, but uh, the only offer I got was uh, to do an adaptation uh, with shadow puppets. Yeah. No. Did, <laughs> did you really write a book? Huh? I've written many books. Can Can I read them? No. I wrote fan fiction. Oh God! You did. <laughs> yes, no. I have. <laughs> Are you blushing, I'm Ryan? Yeah. I'm surprised you guys know what that is. Yeah. Um. Is that really writing, though? Yes, it is. Mm. Wait, I'm about to look and see. I have like a ton of reads on my one. I must t- tell you how many I got. Should I, can you? We're going to turn it into an Audible book. Oh, <laughs> that's that's great. the show. The show. The week that um, I can't be here. Okay. Sam's going to come in and read her fan fiction. And do yeah yeah. And actually, Brian's going to come in and play his trumpet while she does it to punctuate. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Yeah, do you need any oh, kind of foley or uh, experts or any kind of, you know, sound effects or anything that I could Um 87,000 reads. Yes. Your Thank you. Your stuff? Yeah. Boom. <laughs> 87,000 dynamite. 87,000 reads? Yeah. Is that unique visitors? Uh you think so? so I don't know okay. how you can track that. So your your mom was about 86,900 <laughs> <laughs> or the other 10. <laughs> It's three o'clock. Time to do our hourly reading <laughs> of your of your fan. What no. do you call it? What do you call it, Sam? <laughs> that's great. No, that's wonderful. Yeah. Right, do people comment? Or are you close yeah, off the comments? Yeah. No people comment. I didn't actually finish. Well, well it. so what were you fan fiction? Yeah. What was the uh, the subject matter? Oh, look at the look at that. <laughs> Read, not, you got to read us and you can't you can't leave what? us hanging. You no, got to read not, us a line or no, something. No, I'm not reading you a line. But no, it was it was. You're, it was um, the I, the Wookie Chronicles you called it right. Yes, oh. Did, <laughs> I should write that. Wow, the no, Wookie Chronicles. I haven't written it in a long a long time. I think I wrote this in like eighth grade or ninth grade. So well, calm wh- down. Wh- what's, what, yeah, what's, it what's, was it was it was geared towards Guardians of the Galaxy because I'm oh, okay. obsessed with it. So I love Guardians of, of the Galaxy. A lot of other people are too. So that's all right, cool. yeah. So that's a graphic novel though, right? What? Guardians it's of the Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a comic book. It's a graphic it's a novel. I try to be politically yeah, correct. Well, you actually tried to boost <laughs> yeah. its uh, yeah, yeah. gravitas. Yeah. All right. It's a fucking comic book. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, have you read, did you read many of the comic books or are you just no, off, based off the movie? Just the movie. So. The, the literally, I mean, the story is not even, 
Okay, look, I don't even take did, credit did you, for it. I literally copied the story, but I added in another character. Oh, God. I, that's what I was going to say. But it's not really right. It's more, it's more like... And I then they let Sam drive the ship. <laughs> Was this character named Sam? A precocious... We're not, we're not, we're not going to talk about it. A precocious, glasses-wearing... Slightly okay. redhead. You know what? If you Magical if you really want to know, yes. Okay. Sa- oh, was it? Yes. <laughs> she wrote Called herself it. into Guardians of the ninth Galaxy. Grade. You wrote yourself into the book. Yes, I, I was love ninth that. Grade. I want to come over and hug you right now. That's so wonderful. It's in ninth grade. I gotta read this now. Oh God! <laughs> I'll send you like. Give one me some sentence. of the dialogue. You got no, it. No, got no, to. No, it has eighty-seven thousand reads, and you're not, not going to let us read it. I yeah, will, I will in a minute. Not on here. Everybody's going to be like. Everybody. Don't you want your eighty? So where, how can people 000? how can people find uh, where where does this fan I'm, fiction I'm not appear? going to say because you guys are going to go look. It's on her Tumblr. Yeah. Did, wait, wait. <laughs> no. Sam, her blogger Sam. is it? Blogger is it? Tumblr? Where Sam, did you do, not, did you do some artwork for this too? Did you do the artwork? No, is, I is can't. it like stick figures? No, no. There's a book. Although cover. Although Groot is kind of a stick yeah, figure to start. I mean, there's so a you book that cover. I didn't do the book cover. Somebody else did it for me. Really? Like, oh, I really like your story. I'm going to make a book cover, and I was like, okay, and then that's what happened. But yeah. you didn't finish it. I didn't finish it. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's it was just the movie, and you added yourself. <laughs> yeah, and you half didn't of finish the movie. it. And, and let me, I, and I let know me how it ends. All your character says is, "I am Sam." <laughs> <laughs> what he said. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, Sam. <laughs> Every they say everybody has a book in them. That's right. Do you guys have a book in you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And every time I sit down, it hurts like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Do you guys like? Have you guys like written anything or? Uh, some lame ass poetry. Yes. Yeah, you yeah. wrote poetry. Can I see? Oh, uh, was no. I'll I'll share you my fan fiction if you share the poetry. <laughs> no. No, I think it was that. like it was college angsty. Yeah, yeah. You oh, twenty okay. something Jamie. You saw twenty something Jamie. Don't, yeah, you showed me pictures. You saw. You guys yeah. saw that video. I showed you guys that music. Oh video. my god! I still. I went to go find it on, online the other day, and I found it <laughs> <laughs> because I couldn't find it, and I was. There's like, oh, this where, awful where is music video <laughs> I made, <laughs> and every once every once in a while, when I when I uh, when I have my students make videos, I'm like, all right, it can't be as bad as this, and then they show them what I did. <laughs> Uh, in college, I was like just, 21. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Was that the one where you set up the camera and you were just walking yeah. around and it was just you? Yeah, <laughs> you just set it up and you just <laughs> oh, went by. What a statement! Oh huh? yeah, man. I was, I you was, were, wait, how old were I you? I was angsty. I was like <laughs> probably. T- t- uh, yeah, I was probably 20. I was 20, 21, 22. No way. Yeah, so we all have bad poetry in us. I, mm-hmm. I've I've written. Oh, some me bad too. Stuff. I've written poetry for the stupid scholarship contest. They're like, if you write this poem, if you write a poem, you'll get you'll get money, or you'll tr- or if you win, you'll get money. So I do that. I don't ever win. <laughs> you just go around asking people what I rhymes am, with. I am dying. I think we just stop the show entirely until Sam decides to s- share some of her book with oh, us. God. I just I think we it's have to. It's literally stop. the same dialogue except for somebody else is inserted in it. <laughs> <laughs> and that has 87,000 reads. <laughs> yes. They're like, man, is she a good. <laughs> People like it, okay? I think. I don't know. You of know, course, this, this movie, is not yours. That Guardians read... of the Galaxy was really missing something. <laughs> Another person. I want to read some of the comments now. Uh, Guardians of the Sam Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
<laughs> He's dying. It's like, Sam, that your name doesn't even fit in that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> I am Sam. Uh-huh. We're proud of you, Samantha. That's no, that's cool. That's like that's impressive. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. I've I've never plagiarized to that degree. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's not play I mean it's fan. I mean I gave credit where it was due except for, you know, my dialogue because Okay, so it's not so in there. basically, it's it's the same as the movie, but yes. you throw your own. You're like, hey, I'm here. And yeah, I'm here now. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'll go out and pump the gas. Do, <laughs> yeah. do the other spaceships don't take gas, Sam? <laughs> oh, okay. Do the other characters acknowledge your presence? Yes. <laughs> yeah, they do. No, they don't. I'm just here. They don't say anything. It's the same it's dialogue. Just, just little asides yeah. from Sam. <laughs> hey guys, what That's are we doing? So, so seriously, should we get back on the ship now? <laughs> Who's that chick always fixing the warp drive? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my All right, gosh. we should stop dragging Sam through the mud. No, it's okay. It's bad. I don't even want to tell you why. Like, I added myself in there, but because, like, I have an obsession with Chris Pratt. So, like, it's like a thing between my character. Do you make out Chris, Chris Pratt? No, I bit? don't. Maybe. We don't know. <laughs> you never got we don't to. Know. That was in the second half of yeah, the movie that, that you never got to. That was in the second half of the book that I never got to. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to make out with that green chick. Yeah. I'll kiss you. Yeah. <laughs> I wish the camera was on Sam. Oh, I can't believe I said that. America's missing out. All right, yeah. So we gotta, we gotta. Oh. Like I said, we should stop dragging Sam through the mud. You're and such a lovable okay. little dork. Talk to our next inventor, the Muddy Mutts. The Muddy Mutts. The Muddy Mutts. <laughs> it's Tim, right? Tim. Yes. Tim. Tim. Tim, uh, I'm calling Tim. Tim something with an S. Skelly. Tim Skelly from Muddy Mutts. You got this, Brian? Yeah. Oh, right. well, I already started calling him, oh, so you cool. guys are SOL. <laughs> Ready well, now? Hey, this is Tim Skelly. It is. How are you? Excellent. Tim is Jamie from Animal Talk, along with my co-host Brian and uh, our precocious glasses-wearing Sam. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> we were just having fun Hello with that. Everyone. We were having fun with that a minute, minute ago. But uh, Tim, you are uh, the inventor. Uh, it, it came across my timeline, and uh, I, I saw it. I was like, "Wow, I got to talk to this guy because this looks really interesting." Uh, the muddy mutts, right? Yes, indeed. Now the uh, now everybody who has a dog, especially if you're, we're in Michigan, yeah. So you know you have this changing of the seasons. You let your dog outside. Mm. Dog comes in and he looks okay. You know he looks like he's 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 all right. But you know, then you find out not only are his paws wet and muddy, <laughs> but his whole underside from running mm. through brush or over snow or that sort of thing. So your product, uh, Muddy Mutts, um, kind of solves that problem, right, Tim? It did absolutely. You know we. Uh... We bought the company about, uh, oh, probably about eight years ago now because uh, we have a white golden doodle. Oh. And, uh, you know, you take them out for a walk and it doesn't stay white for very long. So we uh, <clears throat> we had a coat originally and then we're looking for another one and found the company had shut down. So in uh, 2012, I bought the company and then spent some time uh, redesigning it and Brought production back from China into uh, Canada and used a new fabric and uh, relaunched the 
only underbody dog code out there. All right. So an underdog, let me, let me, let me, because it's an audio podcast, right? So we got to give people uh, a, a brain picture, right? That's like what we like to call it here is a brain picture. I, I just made that up. But all right. So imagine, if you will, this under, underbody uh, dog coat. Um, imagine your dog hijacked a fireman's outfit. I was just, just going to say, <laughs> got the suspenders and everything. Got, it looks yeah. like a fireman. It outfit. looks like it, it's uh, it comes in two colors. It comes in black and it comes in yellow. And the yellow looks extraordinarily like uh, when you're looking at the dog straight ahead. And it's got little reflective things on the collar too. So it totally looks like uh, your dog has like little fireman pants on. <laughs> and it's about the cutest darn thing ever, but absolutely functional as well. Yeah, and it was never intended to... Uh, to be a fashion item, I, you can tell that from the pictures. <laughs> uh, you know, this this was derived from necessity. You know, I mean, any dog owner, as you mentioned, would tell you that you take a dog out in a, you know, wet spring or fall day, and you come back, and you'll probably spend 10, 15 minutes washing, drying, getting grit and dirt and everything else off the dog. And this was just, you know, something for us, not the dog. I don't care if he likes it or not. Uh, this, this is for the owner. <laughs> now, speaking of uh, uh, whether the dog likes it or not, uh, how long does it take the dog to acclimate to this outfit? Not very long. Uh, you know, it's always funny when my customers send me videos of when they first put the, uh, the coat on the dog, and they all do the same thing. They kind of walk like they're robotic and their legs don't bend and they're not sure exactly what it is. It's actually quite hilarious. <laughs> but the thing is, you know, dogs are pretty smart beasts and uh, within a very short period of time, they connect putting on the coat to going for a walk. And so any hesitation disappears pretty quickly. Yeah, po- serious yeah. positive reinforcement. Yeah, I bought an extra large one and I, and I, I tried it on, <laughs> walked around. I got a lot of attention, but I think that was because I wasn't wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> That so backside is open. If you try, the backside's open, Jamie. <laughs> so to be clear, this is on the underside of the dog. So this, it's the legs, it's the belly, and there's straps that go around the dog's back. So yeah, everything that gets wet when the dog is walking through uh, either tall grass or just um, you know sp- the, the splashing up from when the dog running is protected and kept nice and dry. So yeah, this is a huge time saver for people, especially like you said, dogs with maybe a double hair coat. It's mm. almost impossible mm-hmm. to get the dog dry once he's been uh, you know exposed to you know swampy area or something like that. Um, so you said you bought the company a few years ago, correct? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, now, it was originally started by uh, a pet groomer, which kind of makes sense. And uh, that individual kind of uh, did the, the original designs and made the first prototypes. And then we've kind of perfected it. Uh, pretty much every year I've had the company, we've made some tweak and change to the coat based on customer feedback just to try and make it a little bit uh, better, cover a little bit better, be more comfortable for the dog, fit better. Sure. So uh, your website, muddymutts.ca, uh, you can order right from the site. Uh, what about retail outlets? Where else can they find um, your the, the, the Muddy Mutt's garment? It's rather select, and there is a, a link on the website to where uh, some of our retailers are. Part of my challenge uh, uh, with these coats is I have not been able to make them fast enough to supply all the stores that want them. Mm. Uh, we've had a couple of episodes of media exposure that have uh, just drained our supplies. Uh, the first big one came two years ago when the Today Show put us on and talked about us for two minutes on the panel. If you remember, this was that uh, Twitter meme about if a dog wore pants, would they oh, wear my... them on two legs or four? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
So they put my website up Up. uh, on the screen and talked about Muddy Mutt. The problem was it was uh, just after Christmas and I had absolutely zero coats in stock. Oh my gosh. And so after uh, going through and servicing the 3,500 person waiting list, uh, it's really been challenging to keep them on the shelves. Uh, these are all handmade, and so it's Whoa. not uh, not like I can produce them uh, overnight. And they're all made in the far-off land of Canada, right? <laughs> yeah, they're all made in Canada, and I'm sourcing most of the materials either from the U.S. and Canada. Gotcha. Excellent. So where where is uh, how how are people in the states getting it just through uh, through your website or is it available through uh, other online sellers as well? Most of the ones are are, are getting it directly from my website. Uh, I think we have one store that was carrying them in uh, the Boston area for a while, but they I think they run out fairly quickly as well. Uh, but uh, you know the the U.S. is my second biggest market, and uh, I get orders from absolutely everywhere throughout the States. And I can track where your worst weather is just by where the orders are coming in. (laughs) There you are. So these come in six different sizes. How do you help people uh, measure up and and size their pooch? Well, the way the coats are designed, the easiest way to uh, get the right fit is you simply measure the inside front leg from the ankle to the chest. Brian, grab your tape measure. (laughs) Yeah. And then on the website, there's a chart that actually equates that to what size you need. Okay. Excellent. And uh, right now, just two colors? Two colors right now. Again, it's uh, been challenging to expand the product line given the uh, demand I've got for the original two. The only um, product line expansion uh, hopefully will come by this Christmas or this spring is we're going to be making a line of the coats for the short-legged dogs because I get requests almost every week for fashion beagles, corgis, dogs that are even closer to the ground than most. So yeah. I'm, I'm redesigning that now. Yeah, it seems like that actually would be a, a bigger problem for them, even uh, even just on a, a, a morning with a little bit of dew. Exactly, yeah. They're always dragging their stomachs on the ground. So hopefully we can get those launched in the next uh, few months. All right. Well, Tim, thanks so much. Muddy Mutts, it's muddymutts.ca. Uh, you can order, size your dog up, uh, order right from the website. Um, there is, uh, there are a couple resellers online. Again, you can find that on the website. Um, there's even a reseller in the U.S., but um, it all comes right from uh, Canada. You don't do any outsourcing uh, overseas. You just you do everything right in your, your living room, right? <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was that close. I have a couple of manufacturers, but, yeah, it's all done, done in Canada. Excellent. Well, Tim, thanks so much for uh, being with us. We really appreciate you taking the time. It's, uh, it's uh, like I said, I just saw this product and uh, it just was, uh, seemed like I'd never seen something like that before. I'm like, oh my gosh, we got this is so smart. <laughs> it's been fun and my pleasure for doing this. And uh, you guys have a great day. All right, brilliant. Thank we'll talk you. to you soon. Be well. Thanks. All right. Wow, that's cool. That's yeah, uh, another that's cool. neat little thing. One yeah. one news article, he had like 3,000, uh, yeah. was it a Twitter thing or something? Well, the Today Show, right? Yeah, it's the Today Show, oh, Today so Show, yeah. yeah. And it became a meme. <laughs> Sam Sam should be a meme. Yeah, I you, wish you I really was. Should. You I really should. I don't know should. what my meme, like, what, like, what, like, what would I do? Uh, like, you know what? I'll take a picture of me, you. Kiss me, not the green girl. <laughs> I'm going to 
retweet that. Kiss me, not the green girl. <laughs> oh, jeez, I was reading some of it. I'm like, oh, cringe. Oh, you got it. You and you're reading it. You're there. You're reading it, and you're not sharing it with us. No, I'll share it with you. I think we should do a whole someday. show on. I'm gonna read the whole thing. It'd be my audible audiobook. <laughs> is it just is it just one uh, one installment, or is did you write a whole book, or what? Uh, you... There's chapters. Chapters. There okay. is. Hold on. Oh, shit. How long does this How take you? That? Eighteen chapters. Eighteen chapters. Yeah. How long did I don't know? It was it was uh I don't know. I wrote it in like like four years ago. That that allows for a lot of character development. So what happened? I mean, tell me the arc of your uh, you know of, of your my character. character? Yeah. I don't know if I have an arc. I think I'm just there. <laughs> I don't have an arc. I know. I didn't think about that. I just wanted it to be like, I don't know. You know, you like, just wanted to be in the in the in the uh, in the show. Yeah, in the, in the movie. In yeah. The movie, yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty much how it was. Because I saw, I first saw the movie, and there's obviously nothing online, like fan fiction wise, about the movie. I'm like, I gotta make something. So that's kind of what there happened. isn't. There isn't. Any? Well, there wasn't when it first came out, yeah. but now there is. Yeah, a lot. So. Yeah, and then that's kind of how it how it started. And now that you're older and wiser and, and much more mature, uh, do you plan on revisiting that? And maybe doing something that reflects your uh, all the knowledge gained and oh wow, you know, I should yeah, or I should write another one. Yeah, a sequel. I was gonna do a sequel, but then I didn't even finish the first one, so I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> now is this the only time you've ever done anything like this? Yeah, yeah, any, yeah. Nothing else. I mean, I have other ones, but they're lame. Yeah. 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 So they're all listed on this this thing that I'm not going to say. <laughs> but yeah. Well, I have one, two, three, four, <laughs> five. I have five. Technically six, but I unpublished one of them because it was bad. Bad as in, never mind. No, it was just it was just really bad writing. Okay. And I didn't see it. I. I didn't see it going anywhere. Like I wrote, I wrote. It was a sequel to another one that I did, and it was like it wasn't good. So I just I don't published it. I should have left it. So. Should have. And that one was like from my own brain. That wasn't copying anything. And that right. one, well, except for the script. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, mercy sakes. Uh, I was looking for uh, like other stuff here. And Do you guys want to go bowling? I can't find my document. I would love to go bowling, Samantha, but uh, I don't. Not today. Uh, can we get food or something? <laughs> your, your name isn't Muffin Overlord Eight, is it? No. <laughs> Where did <laughs> you find that? He's like searching fan fiction like mad. Uh, you don't even know what website it's on. Well, that's what I'm looking for. You won't tell us. Tumblr. No, I mean I blogger. Do... Oh, you don't want to go on my Tumblr. Nope. 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 All right. I don't even use it anymore. I still have the app, but I don't use it. Um, I don't know. It's some this it's this stupid website where you can like write your own books and like, you know, publish them and stuff. I'm not yeah. not telling anybody where it's from. You can just find it. You and nobody knows my username either, so you're not going to find me. Oh, I love life. <laughs> do you ever do you ever find if you do a Google search on it? Do you ever do you... No, because my last name isn't attached to it, so I don't think anybody can. Mm. Mhm. I'll have to snork. Gotta look snork. <laughs> Start snork. The guard is that your character's name? Snork. No. <laughs> snork. And she has an, an unusually long nose. <laughs> okay. Um, I should have been an and, alien. And very dangly earlobes. I was a human. She's what, a snork. What is your character's name? Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not joking. It's a stretch. It's a stretch. Yeah. 
Okay, so you copied the dialogue <laughs> out of the original movie, wrote yourself in, and you didn't change your name. Well, my name, I mean, what, how is it, how is it not, like, geared towards yourself if you're not going to, like, use your own name? I mean, I have my none own dialogue. Other, none of the other actors use their own name. <laughs> <laughs> because, well, I'm not, that's, ah, <laughs> that's not the point. Great, googly moogly. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, Samantha, you are like the best thing on the planet. I oh, gotta, thanks. I gotta tell you. Inside this room, all of my dreams become realities. Same. <laughs> all right. Why don't we? Uh, we could do an email. I think maybe. I think. I. I think. I think. I think. I, think I found one. I'm not positive, but I, I, I may sure. have. But uh, here we go. Dear Animal Talk, Captain. Incoming message. Did I tell you I was on Star Trek? You are not. No, you aren't. Well, I wrote myself into it. <laughs> oh my god! Stop. <laughs> I actually, I have a picture uh, uh, sitting on the bridge of the of the Enterprise. <laughs> it's like you go to like Universal and yeah, you, you can be in the picture, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, and then that... luckily I'm not. I'm wearing a blue shirt, not a red shirt. So it's like because you know the and red he's... shirt guys are going down, <laughs> and he's this like nineteen legged. Alien creature <laughs> named Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make fun of my person name. Oh. My person's a human, so it makes sense that her name is Samantha. Oh, another another Earth another Earth body. Yes. How did you How did you get? Uh, oh God, I just add, I literally inserted myself. Did into you the hitchhike? Story. I hitchhiked to the no. I was uh, I made it where seven. <laughs> I don't even want to say. <laughs> you hitchhiked? No. We're going to piece it together. We'll Google. No, okay. She fine. hitchhiked I'll... to Alpha you've, Centauri. You've seen you've seen then... you've seen the movie, right? Yeah. Okay, so at the be- the first movie, the beginning of the first movie, it shows Peter Quill, aka Star-Lord, aka Chris Pratt, uh as a boy. I just inserted myself in there as a child, and I made it where we we were like childhood friends. Ah. Yeah, and then we both we both, yeah. You both. We yeah. So you're a uh, Star Lord's childhood friend, Bridget Terabithida. <laughs> she died in that movie. Well, you haven't gotten to the end yet. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Sam. Doesn't end well for you. What, what else can you tell us? What else can you tell us about the uh, that I can perhaps Google? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys. I don't. I don't even want to show it to you because it's so cringe. It's so we're having bad. too much fun. I mean, we're like way off pets, but what the heck, Sam. Yeah, please. Yes. Okay, don't. This is like the circle of trust. Don't. No okay. One's, no okay. One's, Listen. You've seen our numbers. No one's listening. Don't. It's us and your mom. Don't talk to me about it. Don't say anything. <laughs> don't say anything about it don't on talk here. To me about it. Don't bring it up. You may read it to yourself, okay. but you cannot okay. bring it up in any circumstance whatsoever. Okay, got it. Even got if it. the earth is about to explode, Deal. you can't be Deal. like. Oh, did you Google Star Lords number one? <laughs> All right, but no, Brian. I did have a, I did have a, a question yeah, yeah. here. Um, so my in-laws have a huge kitchen, and they keep their three dogs in there ninety percent of the time. It's kind of annoying with the dogs in there while you're trying to eat because they stink, uh, and they always beg for food and then lay all over the floor, and they're just simply always in the way. Um, I always thought dogs should be kept outside of the kitchen uh, because if they're in the kitchen, it makes them want to uh, want food 
that's bad for them. Uh, do you have any suggestions about uh, what to do about these dogs in the kitchen? Well, first of all, everyone has to be on board with this program. Ah. You know, so you, you have to be very consistent. This sounds like more like family counseling than yeah. a pet question. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's only one reason why the, the dogs are begging at the table. Right, right. Granny, somebody's feeding them, right? Yeah. Or maybe it's that crazy neighbor, Sam. He <laughs> 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 just so kind of wanders into the scene and just... <laughs> Hey guys! Hey, I'm here to feed the dogs <laughs> off the table. So, and these are this is he's complaining about his in-laws. So, yeah. yeah. So everyone's got to be on the same page with it. You can solve it very quickly, very easily. Yeah, as as long as everyone has the same rules. It's like sure. dogs. Maybe you start off with just dinner time. Dinner time when the food goes on the table, dogs go out of the room. Be consistent with it. Keep the dogs out, even if you need a barrier or some kind of baby gate. And just uh, that's that's what uh, that's just what how it's how it's done. Dogs are very good with that. If if it's consistent, they'll they'll uh, you know dogs are really good with patterns and understanding you know uh, uh, timetables and schedules and and they'll they'll start falling into line if it's consistent. So there, there's Hi. Sam. Sam waving. Yeah. Point the camera at you, Sam. I You're can't. more important than us. Sam, did you text us Pull that uh, the the site? I don't think that showed me. That's uh, I will. I it's not while we're here. <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah. Because text us, text me right now. Trust me. Circle of trust, or go to your room. Or <laughs> go to your room, young lady. Anyway, I was gonna say my parents have that same problem with the dogs because they're always like wanting food, but yet uh, my grandparents give them food like uh, when they stay over. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You may notice it gets a little worse when your grandparents are there. The dogs have been trained. Yeah. Hey, it's the cool people. It's the yeah. cool people. You're yeah. going to give us food. Yeah. All right. So this one comes from uh, One Poodle, One well, Terrier. I give them food too, but I don't tell them that. Oh, you can't. Ah. <laughs> All right. All, old one, dogs. This? One love, one, one world. One, one, one poodle. poodle. The, the, okay. the screen name is One Poodle, One Terrier. Uh, old dog, new, new dog tricks. help. Okay. Yeah. Old I have dog, a 12 year old rescue named Karen. Uh, and Karen. a year and a half ago, uh, we lost her beloved fur brother. Uh, the two were devoted to each other. Mm. Uh, we both mourned the passing, but slowly found a new life together. Five months ago, I adopted a year old pup. She hates him. She can't, she can't hurt him because she only has a few teeth left and can't, uh, can't even get up much. But, uh, the other dog can't walk past her without her screaming and growling at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems to be getting worse every day. I feel bad for both these dogs. I love them both. Uh, what would you advise? So well, a 12-year-old rescue and a new five-month-old pup. Yeah. Well, as long as the uh, the older dog can't hurt the younger one, yeah. and as long as the younger one can't hurt or jump on the older one, let them figure out their own deal. Right. Now, it, it is going to get worse because it's just a puppy at this point. Sure. It's, it's going to get older. It's going to start testing the old dog. Just, you know, it's adolescence and it's going to be, um, you know, that adolescent behavior where they're always testing the limits. So it will get a little bit worse, but don't get in the middle of it. If you get in the middle of it, which is my hunch is mm-hmm. you're probably getting in the middle of that right now. So you're, you're, it's, a, it's an issue unresolved at this point. So let them resolve it. Let them figure it out. You're not going to hurt each other. Um, like I said, unless there's a huge size disparity or something sure. where one of them can hurt the other one. Yeah. Um, I would just let it go. Let it go. Yeah. 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 Gummer to death, right? What are you yeah. going to do? Yeah. <laughs> dogs uh, have been dealing with other dogs for a very long time, Jamie. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, can, they can usually work out their own deal. You know what the problem is? When the owner gets in the middle. America. Right. 
Oh, yeah, and just inserts themselves into it, like as if they just took a script and put themselves in it for <laughs> yeah, no apparent reason. Who does that? Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. He's... Oh, <laughs> sorry. Too soon? She's muting our mics. She's like, she's like, you guys are done. Yeah, you guys are done. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> uh... That was a joke. You don't need to do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know what this script needs? A little dose of Sam. joke of the week. <laughs> oh. Hey, Brian. Hey, Jamie. How do fleas travel from place to place? The flea market. How do uh, travel? Fleas oh. travel from place to place. From place, to place. <laughs> uh, they write themselves into the garden. <laughs> <laughs> Stop no. it! Oh, sorry. Please travel from place to place by itch hiking. Oh. <laughs> That's not even funny. The flea market one would have been funny. Well, you, you can't tra- They travel with the They hop on the warp drive, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and why do we need a warp drive, girl? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I'm Groot. <laughs> I'm Sam. <laughs> I'd watch that. I would totally watch that. Oh, man. Sashili <laughs> uh. <laughs> texting us. Funny thing. They put me on the schedule for work from Thursdays here on out. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are on your own. Yeah. Sam, you know we mean it with love, right? Yeah, I do know that. Fair play. I just okay. get embarrassed because I'm like, well, should I really show them? I'm debating right now. Should I yeah. show them? Or should There's I no not? debate. You should. You should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't show it to your students. This is this is literature. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is see what you can do. <laughs> Set the bar high, kids. <laughs> we got to achieve. Oh, well, thanks to our, our guests today. We had, uh, you know, authors and inventors and yeah, all authors? kinds of great stuff. Me. I'm an author. So, Sam, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, no. So, uh, Mark Winnick uh, from The Dog Healers. Uh, the book is The Dog Healers, doghealers.net. And Muddy Mutts. We had uh, Tim from Muddy Mutts. It's uh, muddymutts.ca, M-U-T-T-S.ca. They're Canadian, eh? Sorry. So thanks, uh, thanks to them for, for, for being with us. And uh, please uh, leave a comment, like, subscribe, all those things that you do. It, it helps us uh, keep doing what we do. So we uh, it, 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 it feeds our warp drive. Because <laughs> that warp drive ain't going to feed itself. <laughs> Just ask the warp drive girl. I mean, that's really the only line. That's like her. Like, she opens up the hatch. That warp drive ain't going to feed itself. <laughs> <laughs> she shuts it half an hour I later. Do the warp drive. <laughs> I'm kind of there for no reason, oh, honestly. All the socials are Animal Talk Radio. <laughs> Sam, what's your what's your Twitter? Sam is rocking. Yeah, is Sam is rocking. Sam underscore is underscore rocking. There you go. So that's my Twitter. Uh, Just blow up her Twitter asking for her fan fiction. <laughs> oh, I might tweet it out then. <laughs> all right, there you go. You get enough tweets, and uh, she'll do that. So animaltalkradio.com is all the other socials, and uh, appreciate you being with us. Animaltalkradio.com and Podcast Detroit. And uh, Brian, you got anything else? I don't, but I think Sam does. All right, I do. Yeah, we'll have an exotic week, Sam. Oh, and kiss your wild thing for me. <laughs> <laughs>